0: movie sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them but it's more than just a podcast it's also an online presence if you want to know more about movie sucktastic or want to become a part of movie sucktastic you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter at movie sucktastic you can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show, because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening
2: to Movie Movie Sucktastic.
0: Go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why, hello
0: there. <laughs> Joey. What? <laughs> hello. Hello. I don't know, that's all. Hello there. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Hey there. That's Joey. Hey. I'm Scott. Hey. And if he had yelled my name too, I wouldn't have had to tell you that. But anyway.
1: Well, you know what? I'm. I'm <laughs> 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 yeah, you know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing.
1: Uh, production <laughs> at its finest. <laughs> if oh, anyone yeah. out there wants to start their own podcast and do production, don't. <laughs>
0: I'm going to start doing it myself, because I'm going to be doing Strangers uh, with my father instead of Joey, and uh, I'm not looking forward to it.
1: No. <laughs> nah.
0: The podcast part, my father I'm looking forward to. The uh, production part, no, I don't want to do it.
1: Well, I, you know what? You might have an easier time doing it than me, only because if you're not going to record anything video-wise, if you're not going to play him any audio files to start, and it's just going to record the two of you... Um, it should actually be pretty easy. Actually, if you are going to just record uh, or um, play some audio files, it, it's when you throw in video like we do. Okay. That, so that's it, what really just fucks everything. Give, up.
0: Give, a, give a quick recap of what you have to do to prep for the show.
1: Okay. What I essentially have to... What? Are you... Sh- quick, you yeah, quick. Okay, recap. fine. Uh, I use a new thing called Voice Meter, and I have all of these different channels going so that Scott can hear everything that I play and if I'm going to play trailer, whatever, he can hear it. Then in Skype, I have to take whatever I've done in voice meter and I have to replicate that for the microphone and audio. Then in Audacity, I have to do the same thing there as well. Then in live stream, which is the actual live program that captures our video and sends it out to the world, I have to replicate it there as well. And then, on top of that, I have to make sure all of the right audio settings are enabled properly within the Windows environment. So all of that actually happens. And that's every week.
0: Now, for me, what I have to do to prep for the show is this.
1: (laughs) Uh, Martinis?
0: Shaken, not stirred. Uh. It's It's a Charles Dickens martini.
1: Ooh. What does that entail?
0: No olive or twist. I like the olive. Now, fuck... Oh, disgusting. See, you're, disgusting. You know,
1: I've known Scott almost my, my my entire life. What the fuck does that have to do with anything?
0: It has, it has everything to do with it. It has believe. nothing
1: to do <laughs> with it. <laughs> because, <laughs> first of all, the type of olive that they use in the martini isn't even Italian.
0: It's still like an olive.
1: It is an olive. It's Greek, isn't it? I don't even know. Anyhow. Anyway. uh, I could use a martini right now.
0: Oh, I bet you could.
1: I bet I could. Yes, I could. So.
0: (coughs) You pulling thread. But, yeah,
1: um, one of the things that I'm doing now with the voice meter uh, program, which is awesome, by the way. Hold on. We
0: don't want to bore them with that.
1: No, 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 no. I'm using VLC player to play the film. To play, the the opening of the show and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, because for whatever reason, that Isn't captures... That, yeah, it is your fault. That captures the audio fine without any echoing or anything like that. Because Windows Media Player, which can suck my left nut, does. But y- it... Ha, using VLC Player poses a new problem that it doesn't keep the shape or the <laughs> format that I need to capture the otherwise because every time I play a new file with it I have to re <laughs> I have to readjust the the video player <laughs> This is only so that you every once in a while you can hear me play some audio You,
0: you know why I asked you a tech tech question?
1: No. To mock God me, I'm to- sure.
0: God told me to.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm sure he did.
0: And that is the movie we're reviewing today, yes. God Told Me To, the God Le- told uh, me to. Larry Cohen film from 1976.
1: Uh, yes, it is.
0: Featuring um, one one <coughs> of the most poetic actor names ever, Tony Lo Bianco. Tony Lo Bianco. I just love Tony Lo Bianco. I love sound, saying that. It's like there's Tony Lo Bianco. He's, he's a little Italian. A little. A just, little.
1: A, just a little bit.
0: A low. He's a low Italian. Looks like one of my uncles. <laughs> I thought he looked like a very young, um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Loggia.
1: Robert Loggia?
0: Looks like a very young Loggia.
1: I don't see it. Okay. Uh, but then again.
0: Those Italians all look alike. I don't know. I, I, it's, uh... Let's not get stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Donate! Uh, the,
1: the, actually, the youngest I've ever seen Robert Loggia. That I can remember is probably Scarface,
0: and that's still not that and, young. And no, he's
1: pretty fucking old. I mean, he's yeah. in his fifties at one that the, point.
0: He's one of those actors that was never young. Like you see these guys where, like, you you see a film for, uh, not in, not like my... the sixties. Like, holy shit, how this guy's never been fucking young.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, Robert Loge's never been young in my cinematic brain. You know, just it just never has. Everything that I've ever seen of him, in, like going what, back to Scarface, like, he's always been in his
0: fifties. Like, what's his name from uh, at, um, uh, from um, Christmas Vacation, as fried pussycat. Or um you know, <laughs> No, no, no. no. The old guy with a cigar. Yeah. Like he, he That guy. He's he's never been fucking young. He's yeah. played the old guy in every film he's ever been in.
1: This the old crotchety like, guy.
0: You, know, you Look at films in the fifties, he plays the old guy. It's just fucking creepy.
1: <laughs> uh, this <coughs> this is true.
0: Now, let me start off by saying I loved this movie.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, and I won't but, talk. I won't talk about the ending. But I, one of the things that uh, uh, when I challenged it to you was well, you let's, was let's, the let's, the let's... ending was very like burned into my brain. Uh-huh. And after seeing it as an adult from when I saw it when I was a kid, the ending I had a completely different. Uh, I remember the ending being way different.
0: What, let's do this much. We'll say we'll talk about the ending after a certain point. So there's a spoiler alert. But it's not going to take place for a little while. We're going to talk about the rest of the film, and then we'll get up to the ending, and we'll, we'll, we'll say we're going to reveal the ending. I don't think it's a big reveal, but still. No, you know, it's not. It's for the hell of it. Um, now, I'm a sucker for religious films.
1: Yes, you are.
0: With, with like religious uh, parables or uh, um, metaphors, etc. And surprisingly, despite the title, this film has to do with religion.
1: Uh, yeah, and surprisingly, because obviously I don't remember this from when I was a kid, it still kind of holds up in that aspect.
0: It does, and uh, the basic premise is, isn't too hard to grasp, but there's a detective, uh, Detective Peter Nich- Nicholas, and he's following a series of murders, mass murders, after which all of these mass murderers, before they die, utter the phrase, God told me to.
1: Right. Or uh, and, some of them don't die. Some of them just...
0: Well, a lot of them do. A lot of
1: them do. But there is an, uh, an instance or two, actually, where they don't die. Um, right. <laughs> where they're being interviewed and whatnot. But you're right. right. They all say They,
0: yeah, all, they say all say it. God told me to. And uh, he tries to track down what's happening. And he doesn't like the answer.
1: No. No. Not at all. Uh, he's a very religious person. Goes to church every day. Uh Still <laughs> married. But has a girlfriend.
0: <laughs> how how more Catholic can you get than that?
1: He should just be in the mafia, and then it's okay.
0: <laughs> or or Church of England.
1: Or tr- yep, Church of England. But uh, it 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 was it was interesting. They don't really go into much why him and his wife. I mean, they go into they go into a little bit uh, that she had three miscarriages. That's later in the film, and. Right. But they go into a little bit more that he was like the fault of that. But they don't actually say, yeah, that was the reason why they're not together anymore, because they seem to get along yeah. pretty well
0: when they're together. Well, that that drove them apart. Um, also, he's a character that's deeply religious, but at the same time, it's a religious, it's a religiosity. If that's a word, that um, I don't think like, it is, but I like it troubles him. I'm gonna make it a word truck. My, my windows open, so if you hear the occasional truck smashing through buildings, that's my house. That's fine. Um, and, and so, but he's one of those, like, like, his religion doesn't, like, even she's in the beginning, it's supposed to bring you joy, and the religion doesn't bring him any joy, even though he's a devout Catholic. Right. And uh, it kind of, it's one of the many subtle plays, I don't know how subtle, actually this film's not subtle at all, but it's one of the plays <laughs> on the idea of religion, and this film plays a lot about faith. Uh it's probably one of the one of the few '70s horror films that tries to have a deeper meaning, and in some ways actually succeeds.
1: Well, and, and uh, to get uh, just a slight technical, it doesn't go the traditional route of even the music. Uh, you totally expect to hear some sort of '70s '80s style TV soap opera ish type music as the score, and what they end up delivering is a little uh, bit more uh, orchestrated, you know? Uh, And it really helps with setting up scenes, tension, uh, moving the plot even a little bit. Uh, And just, I mean, it's filmed like a 70s movie, you know, dirty, grimy New York. That's the whole reason why I challenged it to you. But (coughs) as far as the uh, sound, the score, they really did a great job with it. It was almost like Larry Cohen's like, you know what, everyone's using this kind of Style of music I don't like it. I want to do something different.
0: Well, originally he had he had um, he had approached uh, Bernard Herrmann, who had, who did the soundtrack for Taxi Driver the same year. Okay, but he died, like the day after he watched the film. <laughs> uh, that's why the film's dedicated to him. Because <coughs> his and movie then, killed him. Well, <laughs> well, you could say that. And then uh, supposedly uh, he approached uh, the composer Miklos Rosa, and uh, Rosa replied God told me not to (laughs) which is clever it's clever Sure, Um, and he did a lot of stuff too well yeah I mean you
1: just even bring up uh, the mention of, of, of religion or making a religious film and depending on the person's faith whether they are very you know faith driven or not like that answer it's like yeah I'm sure he was a devout catholic and he's like no I can't do this or
0: he just thought it was a shitty movie. I mean, it's you know, it can no, go either way. no,
1: I don't, and, I don't think so. I, I, I would, I would, I would, I would put money on that he just felt that it was wrong to do a score for a movie like this.
0: I, I, I not knowing anything about the man, I think it's hard to put that kind <clears> that like label on his decision. But well, uh, just because I
1: mean, of his answer, God told me not to.
0: Yeah, that, no, to I don't me, know how controversial of a film this is. I don't. I don't know if it was ever truly controversial, even though I think, in a way, it's trying to be. Mm. Uh, because you got the whole chariot of the gods thing going on, chariots of the gods thing going on, and uh, um, anything right. involving religious people going on murderous rampages is sure to raise some eyebrows. But I, I you know, I, I don't remember this film ever raising ire like Silent Night, Deadly Night, because you know Santa Claus. You know, fuck with God, yeah, but Santa Claus, lay, you know, lay off.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know what they did uh, uh, that was good in here too. That I don't remember it at all. Uh, but what I thought actually worked well were their flashbacks. I thought that the flashback <laughs> scenes were, were actually you mean, good.
0: You mean, you mean the, uh, the 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 Virgin Birth flashbacks?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was everything I wanted <laughs> Wait, in in a bad seventies film about faith in god
0: <laughs> you you know where that spaceship came from right the spaceship the spaceship that they're they're sucked into uh the, the the women they find women had virgin births and you'd find out that they had virgin births because they were kidnapped by ufos and artificially inseminated by a b- bolt of light right. um spoiler <laughs> <laughs> um you know where that the ship they show you know where that's from right
1: oh was that used elsewhere
0: Stock footage from the TV show Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. Oh dear God! Really, Larry? Larry doesn't spend money when he don't have to spend money. I love Larry Cohen, by the way. The stuff. Oh, the stuff. Uh, the ambulance. It's
1: alive. Uh, return, the ambulance.
0: Return to Salem's Lot is a personal favorite.
1: I've always liked that one. Mm. Um. Yeah. Now, but now we'll get into it later. But you said you already. Scott had texted me. Said he already has a challenge for me. Oh, yeah. And I, I have—I actually have a, a couple of good guesses that I'd like to just throw out there before you even mention anything.
0: I'll say this. I had one I was going to challenge, and I thought of a better one, and I'm challenging that one instead. Okay. When I text you, I had something in mind, and then between then and now, I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going this way.
1: <laughs> All right. Nice.
0: Um, <coughs> yeah, no, so the film is...
1: But yeah, this film came out uh, the year of my birth. 1976, so this actually is making it into my Plex uh, folder of uh, movies in the year I was born I believe that's what I'm going to call it Um, so it uh, just based on that alone I I had to just like this film, I would have forced myself to, but I ended you know, you're right, I did like this anyway a lot more than I expected to
0: there, there's more going on, and it's one of those things where you. With half of the Larry Cohen films, you can forgive the low budget stuff because there actually is something going on here. He he had a knack for actually. It's like it's like he had a talent for screenwriting that even shitty films. He's got something else going on in there. He knows this. Right. It's it's weird. I can't even put it in the proper perspective. But like the stuff is is on the surface a shitty. You know, direct-to-video '80s horror monster movie. And he, like, it's like he knows that going in, but he puts all this subtext in there about commercialism and advertising and consumption. It's like, yeah, all right, it's not, it's still a shitty. It's the opposite of George Romero. Yeah, where <laughs> where he does a shitty zombie film, and then years later, people are like, oh, that was about the Vietnam War, right? Said, uh, yeah, it was. Where Larry Cohen is like he puts all this thoughtful, inventive stuff in there, and then years later he's like, "Oh yeah, you did the film with the, with like the the killer frozen yogurt." like, "Yeah, that was me."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the exact fucking opposite.
1: God, I love this stuff. We we haven't <laughs> formally reviewed that one.
0: I don't think so. No, we have I'm not. Pretty sure we, we, we haven't. talk about it so much. Okay. So, um,
1: I, like I said, I have a couple of, per, per, you know just guesses before you even give me any hints or anything
0: yeah, we'll, we'll go into that we'll All go into right. that um so in his investigations of these these killers saying god told me to he finds these this group of people that are being led by this golden person uh <laughs> who's supposedly like like but g they, bernard they kind of phillips? Like, what was that his name bernard phillips yeah bernard phillips is the guy person's formal name but he, uh the they, descriptions of him lead him to be this kind of like Jesus like character right. and uh whenever you and when you see him the two times in the film where they actually make contact he's glowing gold everything's golden around him
1: yeah like when the, the first time uh Nicholas or Peter Nicholas um actually Peter encountered...
0: Pe- Pe- uh Peter Nicholas yeah the detective yeah. the
1: first time he encounters him he can't see him because he's glowing so much he's right. like like, if we hadn't uh, reviewed The Last Dragon, I would have challenged you to The Last Dragon because of the, the <laughs> glow. Because <laughs> I kept thinking of that. It's like, you got the glow, you got the glow. <laughs> it's just so fucking bad. But he had this gold glow all around him, and it was so bright that he couldn't even see his face. Even as the viewer, they, they get that point across that you cannot see his face. So... Which, uh, Bernard Phillips is played by Richard Lynch, who I love. Um, and in watching this film, I did a little homework on Richard Lynch. Back in the 60s, the late 60s, he had such a bad LSD trip, he lit himself on fire.
2: <laughs> That's
1: why he, his face is all scarred up and burnt. Which, you see more of him. He, he was like one of the best uh, go-to 80s villains.
0: And ironically, he was in the film *Bad Dreams*, which we talked about during the Reanimator review. Oh yeah, uh, in which he, in which he played a cult leader who died burning alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, he set himself on fire because he had a bad LSD trip, and then made a a short film, uh, which he has a film credit for it. Uh, I'm assuming it was one of those awareness, uh, you know, don't do drugs kind of uh, uh, films, and it came out in 1969 uh the you know the, the the year after he set himself on fire <laughs> i i got to get my
0: hands on it <laughs> i have to ah uh. uh. yeah he's great in this uh yeah. and, and 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 uh he has one of the scariest parts of the entire film that i'll talk about later when we talk about the ending yeah he should have that looked at <laughs>
2: shh
0: <laughs> yeah you know uh, no, we won't talk about that.
1: No, no, and, no. We'll talk about um, it later. So either have no, it looked yeah. at or relocated.
0: So, so <laughs> the first the first act is all these people killing themselves, saying, "You know, God told me to." The second act is him trying to track down, right? You know what what the sources of this, and then the third act is it's him like realizing, a "Wait prophecy. a minute, I'm more involved in this this uh, whole thing than I thought I was originally." Right.
1: It's like uh, he. It's like this prophecy is fulfilled through him in the third act.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? now. Uh, and I like the fact that it's it's not one of these films where they felt the need. I mean, they he he tells a little bit of, like, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas's background just through his actions. Uh, him, him with the girlfriend, then, oh, I'm going to go visit the ex. And then she's like, well, you know, you keep not telling her that I'm ex. not the one. They're, not, the even divorce. Di-
1: they're not even divorced not ex, yet. Not,
0: well, separated. Uh, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, she's like, well, you know, you, you know, she, thinks, she, she, she thinks I'm the reason you don't get a divorce, blah, blah, blah. So you know there's a conflict in his background, that he's afraid of something and that he's troubled and that there's something going on with the relationship. But you don't find out until the police start investigating him in the second act that he's an orphan himself that was adopted by a family. And so he has this vague background that he starts investigating himself.
1: Yeah, and... Um what he, ends I mean, up, what he ends up finding it, out uh, pushes the third act of the film hardcore. Right.
0: Now, if you made this film today, they, they'd have something really hackneyed in the beginning that forced the fact that, oh, you know, he's an orphan or he was adopted or something. And, like, this film's like, yeah, ignore it. It wouldn't come up. It's not fucking relevant. Now, it'll come up later. And I, I, I like, there's no foreshadowing for that aspect because how do you do that naturally? How often do you talk about whether or not you have parents or you have, you know, you were adopted. Who, who talks about that? Yeah, nobody. I can tell you how many people I knew for years until I found out Oh, you you were adopted. Yeah, you know why? Because then the fuck up, fucking come up in conversation. But the 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 shitheel fucking screenwriters today, that just have to foreshadow everything and like like fucking bird <coughs> droppings. Well, they, when and- uh, when it's not necessary, Cohen doesn't do that. He drops it in, like the middle of the second act or even the end of the second act. Oh yeah, he's an orphan. Uh, adopted. Blah blah blah. Oh, here's a new thread. It's and that's more of a reveal than anything else in the film would be.
1: True, and uh, it and, works. And, and I don't know if uh, if us as a society, um, I mean, present company excluded.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I mean, this whole country seems like it it just has uh, just low attention span with numerous things. Now, listen, I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to say that's what it is. But what I'm getting at is it feels like the screenwriters think we do. So (coughs) they'll write a script a certain way to just, you know, everything's got to be instant now. Because that's what we have. We have high-speed internet. We have social media, computer in your hand, you know, everywhere you go. So they're just boom, 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 boom. They're just throwing it out as quick as they can. And that's why you're getting the level of shittier
0: scripts. Yeah, no, you're right. He, but here's what part of the problem is, too. You go back to all these independent and low-budget films in the 70s, 80s, blah, blah, blah. Like Larry Cohen, he's writing, he's directing. Right. He's raising the, he's getting the money raised, uh, he's making the films, he's in control. You get the bigger studio films, and the studio is leaving notes on the screenplay. We need this, we need that. We're doing test screenings, we're doing this, this, and that. And there's a formula, and there's things. And so if they, if they do a test screening... Or they read it the, and it's like, hey, you know what? How come this doesn't come up sooner? I don't know. You know, that doesn't make any sense. They're like, okay, we'll put it in. And so there's like a formula that happens with all these screenplays where you're supposed to leave. So unless you get somebody who has complete control over their shit after 20 years or someone who who just, you know, is able to fight for every single fucking line, you get this kind of really hackneyed, okay, like, like you know, you and I watch a film and in the first time... Ta- <laughs> You and I, you came. Joey came over to my house, and I said, "Let's put in a movie that we don't care about." All right, we put, and we put in uh, the newest Fast and the Furious.
1: Yeah, number seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "All right, I'm just gonna skip to the, all the driving scenes because we don't give a shit about plot." And so I accidentally skipped to a part where uh, the dead guy is um, <laughs> is like with his wife and his kid, and the kid drops the car. And he's like, "Oh, cars don't fly!" And I immediately turn to Joey, and go, "That's coming up later, isn't it?" <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: sure, fucking enough, it, it, it's like. Then not
1: only do they jump from one building to the other, they do it twice,
0: and, and it was fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong, I love that scene. <laughs> that was why I want that in the trailers. Is why I wanted to watch the shitty film in the first place. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's that kind of writing that is so just okay. We have to do this. We have to drop this off, and it's a brick joke. It comes up later. I understand that, but. The point is because <laughs> of this, this studio, and again, studios are run by people that don't understand films. They're money people. They're not film people. In mm-hmm. the rare occasion you get studio people that understand films, then you get good, decent stuff. But um, they they don't understand this stuff, so it has to be very simple. And so you get stuff where everything has to be kind of really telegraphed in the first act so people don't get confused in the second act. You know, I, I, yeah, I, one no, of the that, few that, films that i ever true. saw. One of the few films I ever saw alone, Mission Impossible. I saw it in the theater in North Carolina. I walk out and there's a couple in front of me. I don't understand. What was the knock list? They never explained that. So you got to be fucking kidding me. They explain that shit every half hour in that fucking film. <laughs> really? That's the audience they're writing for. Well, people that I was behind that's leaving a, Mission that's Impossible. That's a
1: great example because there were a lot of people that didn't know what the fuck was going on during that film. I, um, I think I went to go see that. Yeah, I saw that in a theater out here with Chris, Doug, <laughs> Brian. Yeah. And we walked out and and not one of us were like, Yeah. Didn't we all knew what was going on.
0: Right. Because <laughs> you're smart people. Again, we're not rocket scientists. I I myself am not a super genius. I'm close. But <laughs> in in the like the first ten minutes of that film, uh when when um uh, the guy from um, Anaconda. Vaughn. Oh, John Voight. Vaughn. Voight. John Voigt. John Vo- Voigt. Close. <laughs> John Voigt. John Voigt. When it's jo- John <laughs> Voigt's POV, he's like, oh, I've been shot. And he looks down and his hands go out with blood. I'm, I'm like in the theater, like, okay, so I, I, I know he's alive and I know how this ends. And I'm not even saying spoiler alert because if you don't get yeah. that in that scene, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. I, I don't know De what to Palma
1: at his best. Wong, wong, wong. <laughs> And we'll talk about that later, because we're going to talk a little yeah. bit about our um, viewer appreciation uh, month that we're right. going to do. Because we actually so, have a good handful of movies. Uh-huh. I think we can uh-huh. close the forum this weekend.
0: Maybe. We might give it another week. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll discuss that in a moment. Um, but long story short, what I'm getting at is just that, yeah, a lot of films are catered to that kind of thing nowadays, at least the mainstream ones. So when you watch these films from the 70s, Larry Cohen... It's refreshing to have something like that comes up in like the middle, like halfway through the film. Says, "Oh, he's an orphan." That, well, thank fucking god they didn't have to <laughs> telegraph it earlier by saying something stupid. Super. You know, Genius. just and they, 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 instead they focused on his relationships and how that determined who, how he was as a person, All and right. that played a lot into the first act.
1: That fruit fly or something. Aye. I... Shoe fly. <laughs> Shoe fly. Shoe. <laughs> Anyway, this is riveting, everyone.
0: Shut up! You keep talking. When I stop talking, you start (laughs) talking. Because
1: I'm I'm just enthralled by watching what you're doing. Don't look at me! Don't look at me! It's distracting. Don't look at me! Don't look at you! I can't help it. You're so pretty.
0: That's blue velvet. Yeah.
1: Don't look at me. (laughs) I know. I know it's fucking blue velvet. (laughs) I I just saw a meme. Uh, I just saw a meme the other day where they had. Children, in place, where it said, "Don't look at me," and I thought it was great. But I'm like, in a way, I'm like, I shouldn't think this is great.
0: <laughs> I want to do that with your kids. <laughs> I want to do. I want to like reenact scenes from "There Will Be Blood" with your kids. I think it'd be fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, and we could use a hit film um, uh, video software to um, to edit it.
0: Exactly, I, I'm all for it. I'll come over. We'll do the costumes and everything. It'd be oh, great.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Believe me, we could do it. Like today, I took my children to McDonald's, and at one point, they have like the uh, playground inside of the McDonald's on the one end, and um, both of my kids are sliding down this big ass slide backwards.
0: Uh huh.
1: Because going forwards is not fun enough.
0: No, obviously. <laughs> so, so sliding down like that
1: backwards. So, yeah, we can film all that Ooh. stuff, and we can throw in neat things with hip film.
0: Ooh, we could have them do, like, lines from uh, Glengarry Glen, Glen Ross. That's a good one.
1: In maybe seven years.
0: <laughs> what? Not not the cursing ones. There's non-cursing ones. No, 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 no. I'm, ta- I'm talking
1: about, that. there's a lot. Dude, that's Mammoth. How are my children going to do Mammoth? They're six and three.
0: Children can do Mammoth. Mammoth's dialogue is fucking ridiculous. K- kids can do Mammoth. Not adults don't know what the hell's going on in his dialogue. Kids can do it fine. We're not talking hideous stories of um of ugly men or whatever that was. Uh, you're gonna we, get one talk- of
1: them probably trying to deliver it real, and then you get the other one screaming the lines.
0: <laughs> That's even better. That doesn't matter. God, fucking damn it.
1: Like Sebastian, he's gonna scream the lines. Good. It was, it was like that night that you were over and you just kept going uh, blah, 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 whatever that was
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: he got really pissed
0: <laughs> i know he did i know and that's going to come back
1: and he had a genuine it was a genuine reaction of someone that was fed up with it uh-huh because you had done it for the last time and i swear to god he almost just he i i thought he was going to say you keep doing that and he goes you keep <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Dude, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time because it was so so genuine. Yeah. He was genuinely annoyed.
0: Wait till I start babysitting. Absolutely. I keep waiting. I keep waiting for the call. I don't get the call. I don't know what's
1: going on. Don't worry. It's going to come. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to happen. Don't worry. But here's the problem. You come over. It's like you're here. It's like I just want to go out to dinner or do something. like let's get a babysitter other than you so we can actually go out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh anyway oh by the way when we're done I, I i know what i want for my bachelor party i'll tell you cool um so um
1: your your camera uh, i can only see your eyeballs you got to drop your, oh, your your
0: I the camera moved when i was going for the fly sorry uh, there we go all right anyway god told me to
1: god told me to
0: i think we're gonna start talking but near the end of the film um
1: well, I mean, we pretty now, much covered. I mean, here's the thing: well, we both enjoyed the film. It's always harder to review films you like because you're not yeah. shitting on, like, oh yeah, they, you know, they delivered this wrong or uh, this scene was done very poorly. This film was actually made very well. I'm not going to have you trouble
0: know, with my with my uh, challenge with that, by the way. Oh, um, I um, hope
1: not, because I have an they, idea of what it might be. I have two ideas they, of what it might be. I'm going to hate, hate it. it. Um, okay.
0: But now this film, we keep we've glossed over it. Uh, Andy Kaufman's first first uh, casting. Oh really? You you didn't know, recognize Andy Kaufman?
1: Oh no, I did, but I didn't know it was his first.
0: Yeah, this is his first casting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Andy Kaufman's the cop during the Irish Day parade that uh, just pulls his gun and starts shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> God told me to. I, I I love when he when he goes to the house to try to find the mother of um uh, was it. Uh, Bernard Phillips uh-huh. and she attacks him and he throws her down the stairs and he grabs her he's like say it say it <laughs> she's like, gah, gah, gah. like say it fucking X out. that scene was awesome yeah. she's like dying in his arms like fucking say it <laughs> great
2: bitch <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did everything but like start slapping her oh, fucking say it you're gonna say it say it
2: <laughs>
0: and then he crossed that with the scene of the guy that's alive that they interviewed that killed his family and he's like well yeah and she was uh you know she locked herself in the bathroom and I told her it was a game and she came out and she was laughing and I shot her so I was laughing when I shot her it's like it was all good you know?
1: <laughs> that scene is actually on right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, Peter Nicholas is, is attacking really is. him but
1: he's attacking scene- him on the chair on the couch
0: yeah, that scene holds up as he's talking to him and the guy's just, like, just describing it very nonchalantly on how he killed his whole family and right. then how how Nicholas snaps at the end. He's like, he can't take the shit anymore. It's a powerful scene. I think it still holds up. Oh, sure. I it's mean, not like watching like the rape scene in Death Wish. It's almost comical. It's, hey, I killed Rich Conk! Slap, like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? You watch this now, it's like, yeah, this is just... If they remade this today... You wouldn't change anything. That's just no. how that scene plays out.
1: The dialogue would stay exactly the same,
0: it, it, and I don't know this... if
1: it would work as well. You'd have to get some two stellar actors, specifically the guy delivering the lines about killing his family.
0: Well, you know what? They they'd make the guy like act crazy somehow, and they would fuck they'd fuck it up. He he'd have to say something like he'd have to act that crazy, and it's like like no, this guy plays it just like just like he's describing like a tickle fight. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. And 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 that like just the nonchalance about it is is what drives Nicholas Nicholas over the edge. I fucking love it. Yeah. And and now there's a whole there's a very 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 minor subplot. It only amounts to three minor scenes, where uh, um, a a, uh, a black gangster <laughs> uses uses the uh, the God told me to uh, <laughs> scenario because it leaks to the papers and starts going crazy. And he uses it as a cover to kill a cop on the take who wasn't on the take enough. Yeah. Uh, because my way. people are
1: still being arrested. He goes, well, I had to give him someone and he's like, nah. And then he fucking kills him and writes God on the wall in his blood.
0: And <laughs> he is, is, such he's, now, I, when I say stereotypical, I don't mean it in a bad way. He is such a stereotypical 70s black gangster, like right out of shaft. Just with a hat and everything. JD's it's, revenge. <laughs> JD's revenge, exactly. I'm the craziest nigga you ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right out of that kind of thing, uh, and, and so later when Nicholas finds out that he's actually uh, like the same as this golden child, like he's he's also um, again this is spoilers coming up, so whatever. Uh, he spoilers, discovered spoilers. he tracks down his original birth mother and finds out that she like this. also artist,
1: that actress never young.
0: Never. Oh yeah, she's one of those ones. Never young.
1: I mean, I the first time I ever remembered her is Beetlejuice. She was there. Oh, um,
0: uh, what was her name? The
1: probation uh, uh, officer.
0: What's her name? I don't know what her name is. I mean, I can't. Remember. Her she had a different name than Nicholas in the movie because he was adopted. Right. So now I can't. She was uh,
1: old McOldie.
0: No, her, her her name was not uh, Mrs. Phillips. It's gonna be no, that was Bernard Phillips.
1: Hold on, I'll, I'll get her from the Beetlejuice um,
0: casting. Yeah, y- you get that, but it's, uh, so like they have that. He finds that out, and and just as he figures out everything, he's like finds out what he is. It's almost like he has to test himself. So he does it by tracking down the guy he knows killed the other cop, even though the cop was dirty. Right. and he tracks him down to the pool hall, and 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 pulls the little God told me to on him. I won't elaborate, but uh, <laughs> it's just—it's like pure '70s still. Yeah. It's—it's it's like, if they if they did a movie today, based in the '70s and they dressed everyone up like that, you'd be like, well, that's over the top.
1: Her name oh, was uh, that's, Elizabeth that's Mullen. What's it, Mrs. Mullins? Elizabeth Mullen. Okay. Her real name is Sylvia Sidney.
0: Yeah, yeah. She she's always been old.
1: She was born in 1910, died in 1999. She was 88. Born in New York, died in New York. Yeah, I've, you know, like I've Ed, never Ed seen McMahon. her. Young.
0: Ed McMahon one of those actors. Uh, if you watch him in like, uh, there's this film, The Incident, like in the fifties, late fifties, right. I think, early sixties. I think it was late fifties. You watch him in that, it's like he's middle aged in that. <laughs> like, but like, like a, like like late middle age. It's not yeah. like oh, he's like it's just like he's old in that film. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, this film is pure seventies and you, you challenged this to me because it was the whole shitty New York grimy a film.
1: Dirty New York which um And you know, I got from Chud.
0: Yeah, and and it's great because this film doesn't even play it up. It's just the normal it's, background. It is it's just not,
1: dirty, grimy New York.
0: It's, it's it's they didn't yeah, like like in Chud, they tried to make sure they were showing you the worst parts of a city. In this it's just like okay. Let's go. Let's go film the 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 Irish Day Parade, which they didn't have permission to do, but they did anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's guerrilla filmmaking, motherfucker.
2: Uh.
0: Filming in New York City without a without a permit, that's guerrilla filmmaking.
1: You know, I, I throughout the whole film, I was thinking, it's like, this is a this is a, a not an exact type of guerrilla filmmaking, but it does have elements.
0: Oh no, it's exact guerrilla filmmaking because they did not have permission to film the, the parade. And I, I read somewhere, too, that that during when they were filming it, uh, Andy Kaufman was in the police uniform, and he was mocking and heckling the crowd, and some of them, like, tried to attack him.
2: Because <laughs> oh, even back then, Andy. he
0: was an asshole. <laughs> but a talented asshole. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mocking oh. Andy Kaufman.
1: It's no heartbeeps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I love about Andy Kaufman? Yeah. He, he 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 loved being an entertainer, and he hated being sucked into the world of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I love that about him. Just that whole just like yeah, I love entertaining people. What the fuck are you people doing? I <laughs> love that about him. <laughs> just just that that right there is a metaphor for religion. If if I do say so. Yes. I is. think it's fitting that he was in this film and was one of the people that killed people because <laughs> God told him to. Yeah.
1: Oh, Andy. All
0: right, we we have to talk about the ending.
1: Okay, let's talk about the ending. Which ending? From when I was a kid, I remembered it completely different.
0: Tell me how. Tell me what you remembered. First, okay. For for everyone who's not who hasn't seen the film yet, this is how Joey remembered it.
1: Okay. Um, I don't remember the building co- collapsing at all. Uh huh. Okay. and when the building is starting to collapse, I thought it was funny that you could see in some of the scenes they said, "Okay, run down this hallway like the building is collapsing." But they didn't add any shaky cam. Right. Like they just said, we'll add that in later. And then there are shots where they're running down and they're, you know, making it like the building's collapsing. And they did add shaky cam where it actually works. But there's like at least two or three scenes where he's just running down the hallway. Nothing is happening. And he's just like all convulsing and shit. And there's no (laughs) shaky cam. It's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking hilarious.
0: And and it's also obviously not Tony LoBianco.
1: Of obviously.
0: Obviously, blatantly. And you're like, why is there a stunt double when all he's doing is shaking down the hall? This is weird. Um, What
1: I remember (laughs) as a kid, what I remember as a kid is, and this is so weird. um, I remember the the main character, Peter Nicholas, uh, being in the same room as this golden person, except... What I remember was a floating head talking or just like 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 light around this floating head like a light emitting from this floating head and just and like this glow I do remember that and I just remember the main character kind of almost like being in the in the presence of it and just like absorbing like whatever power or whatever gift, I guess so to say, and then the uh, like, I thought it was an earthquake, not the building collapsing. But and then I remember him uh, walking into whatever city hall or whatever it is, and then freeze framing. Uh, credits roll. That <coughs> that's not what happened at all.
2: <laughs>
1: so as a kid, this floating head. Must have been the close-up shots that they had on Bernard Phillips, like, glowing. But I swear to you, I remembered it much more vividly. I remembered it being much more special effect-driven. Uh, floating, gold, light, all of this. Um, almost like a, like God. I, I, I perceived that like God or a prophet <laughs> was talking to the main character at that moment. That's what I remembered as a kid and then i watched it i'm like wow that's not a, what happened at all <laughs> some dude showed his like ha- like half vagina right. now, <laughs> like on the I... side of his, his chest It's like yeah it... you could have sex with me i'll have that baby just right here
0: <laughs> your point a
1: this is point b right here okay right where right you're right in the gallbladder go for it
0: <laughs> i was i was that's hot that's much higher than the gallbladder sir let's not let's not get silly um, <laughs> I, I was watching the film, and I was. Yeah, I, was I mean, how how would you do? Was, you have I to stand
1: like, on like a chair or something. <laughs> Put you your arms you're on on, while on, you're doing it, yeah. on the shoulder on the shoulders, you know.
0: <laughs> All right, now <laughs> I'm watching the film, and now, I told you, unlike you, I'd never seen the film before. My first time watching was this week, and I'm watching it, uh, and then during the the one of I forget if it was the first or the second uh, alien abduction scenes, they show a flash of something up close, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching I not a vagina. <laughs> and it cuts away. And it comes back again for a minute. Something's moving. It's like, I don't think it was a vagina, but I think it was supposed to be a vagina. This film's got vagina.
1: It looked a little frothy.
0: <laughs> it was a little frothy. There was something moving in it. Uh,
1: yeah, it looked like, a little. It, you know what? I almost. <laughs> yeah, don't, like,
0: don't go there. Okay. Now, but that's what it looked like. I know you going to say. Don't don't say, <laughs> don't. don't say it. Don't. Don't say it. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: anyone that's watched no. porn knows what I'm going to say.
0: No, stop! Don't. <laughs> but I didn't say it. And, but so at the end, uh, and I, I was I was leaping through the IMDb uh, message <laughs> board. And I always I always do it just for just to listen to crazy people. Yeah. And somebody had something very poignant. They said, Richard Lynch in a dress with long hair, lifting up his dress, sh- t- exposing a vagina in his chest, and saying, "I can bear your child." should not happen on film ever anywhere. Yeah, ever. <laughs> it's like, I agree with him. Totally hundred percent. This is a this should not be happening. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he, he does a we, we can start a new family. I can bury your children, <coughs> child. It's like Ooh, oh, fuck. Oh. no, no, no.
1: But let's not do that.
0: <laughs> this could make it this could drive anybody insane. Tony Lobianco, do your worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just bitch slaps him. I mean is, that, a, is, is that the right term?
0: Him. That's that. That's what's great about it is because he doesn't punch him. He doesn't attack. He's got his gun. He doesn't shoot him. He fucking pimp slaps him, and he's like,
1: ah! Showed him the back of his pimp hand.
0: Yeah, and then and then Richard Lynch goes, ah! Literally, <laughs> ah! And then Tony's so like, you've never felt pain. He's like, ooh, I'm gonna hurt this motherfucker, and he starts slapping him left, smack, 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 smack. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what you say for it, bitch? Smack, smack, smack. <laughs> say it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and there's no way you're not rooting for him. I'm sorry. There, 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 <laughs> at no point I'm like, hey, hey, easy, easy on easy on the guy. I said, no, no, no. That's
1: no, it. Go, go yeah. for it.
0: Take off your belt. Do it. Come on.
1: <laughs> Take off your belt. Get the phone book. You got a phone book somewhere, right? <laughs> I and mean, like you know, if, if he did like a good old side rib rib punch, that could turn into a different type of move. Now,
0: here's where, here's, where, here's where I give Larry Cohen full credit. The fact that he has this vagina thing yeah. on the side of his body on a side, that's kind of a parallel to the wound in Jesus' side when the Roman
1: oh, pierced the, the, the wound, spear,
0: the spear of Longinus. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, like he's he's that is so inventive and, like, not brought up in the film, and I love that. It's just like, it was like, if you make that connection, you're like, wow, this film's just like actually smart.
1: Yeah. yeah and it's, it's like it's like right where the rib cage is and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it, that's where the, it's, it's uh, I think it's on the right side as well. It's, uh, I think the wound is on the left, correct?
1: The, no, the vagina, yes, the vagina is on his I mean, left.
0: I mean, I know that one, I mean, the wound on Christ. I, I think that was on the left side, if I remember correctly. Well, it,
1: hmm, I'm trying to. It de- I'm trying to. Uh, you, I don't know.
0: It depends which crucifix factory made it. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, you got a fifty-fifty shot. Fifty-fifty shot. But I, I thought that was an ingenious little kind of subtle play on that. Um, and uh, of course, once he starts pimp slapping him, he's like, "Ah, I've lost this fight," and he he pulls the building down on himself.
1: Yeah, all of uh, all of the pictures I'm seeing shows that the spear pierced um, the opposite side of what's in the film.
0: I'll, I obviously the right. But,
1: but, I bet the vagina looked better on the right side. I bet it looks stupid <laughs> on the left side.
0: Oh no! It has to be on. It has to be. A, it was on the left side in the film.
1: Uh, wait, while you, when you're watching it, it's your right, but his physical left. Right, Jesus' wound is when you look at it, it's our left, but Jesus' physical right.
0: I, I understand how that works. I'm saying yes. So in the film, it's on the left.
1: Visually, it's on the right. The <sighs> vagina is on the right side of the body. It's on
0: his, it's on his left.
1: Yeah, but I'm telling you, Jesus' spear wound is it's on, on the, the right side.
0: I got that. I said they're wrong. They're wrong. I, I believe Larry Cohn is correct. <laughs> I think I think Jesus' <laughs> vagina was on the left side, not the right.
1: Oh,
0: okay. All right? That works.
1: That works for me.
0: All right. I mean, performances in the film like range from middling to pretty decent. I think t- Tony LoBianco does a great uh, job t- oh, yeah. uh, as far as you can uh, with the character. Um, uh, Richard Lynch fucking... uh gets... I, I double-checked his credits. I remembered him from some things. I, and I was I was like, I know he's in something. I can't place my finger on it. Ninth configuration, he's one of the fucking bikers.
1: Yes, he is.
0: Yes. And when I was looking for that, I found out he's on an episode of fucking Auto Man. He was like in all the 80s TV shows. Oh, he, he was an auto man.
1: He was your quintessential 80s villain.
0: He was. Fucking awesome.
1: He did a couple um, of Chuck Norris films, you know, where he was a bad guy. I think he was in Delta Force or... One of the. He's either in Delta Force or one of the mission. Um,
0: uh, he's in a Delta. I, he's definitely the Delta. I saw that. I don't know. He's he, in a Mystery Science Theater movie. God, is he really? Werewolf, yeah. He's Dr. Noah. Oh, Noel. that's
1: right. That's one of the best outtakes ever, where they're showing him like outtakes from that, and it's like, werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> he's a werewolf.
2: This is
0: truly <laughs> fascinating.
1: This is just really fascinating. <laughs> they can't even they can't even make fun of it properly because they're laughing so hard.
0: It's you know you know a film's great in Mystery Science Theater three thousand when they hit a point and no one says anything they just giggle. It's like
1: because <laughs> <laughs> every time she said she said werewolf they giggled. What a werewolf! He's a werewolf.
0: That's a great episode. That's one I could watch over and over again. That's, <laughs> that's on my top twenty list of MST episodes. Oh
1: god, that's right. He was in that. world. Yeah.
0: he's the he's like the archaeologist. That's. <laughs> oh, dear he lord! Was, he's a bad dreams. He's one of those guys. I mean, you see him, it's like, yeah, I've seen him in something. Right. Even in this, even though like he's obscured by gold light, and he's got a like a long blonde hair, and he's like, ah, You're like yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. yeah,
1: I know this guy. Uh-huh. Uh, so have we reached uh, a point of where we're going to rate this movie?
0: you have anything else to comment on? I mean, again, the religious aspect I thought was really great in this film. Yeah, no, I got nothing uh, Nothing to add. No, I. It, it's just... it's it, As a good film and as a bad film, it's worth a watch. It's one of those films that achieves both. Right. It's kind of bad just because it's a little low budget and, you know, it's a little especially when you get to like the abduction scenes and stuff. But it's one of those bad films that has a lot going on that you can appreciate the, 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 the craftsmanship beyond I the like, low budget.
1: I like the... Uh, just because... I don't know. I think I like this style of movie oh. more than others because it's it's that era, you know. Uh, but I mm-hmm. like the abduction scenes. I like the flashbacks. There's just something about them that I like.
0: Can't, my favorite part of the, the... You know the part that made me... This film has a lot of weird shit in it. You know the part that made me go, "What the fuck?"
1: <laughs> what was that? Yes. Um. Was it the flashback where uh, his biological mother is running naked in Jersey City?
0: No, that's no. That's kind of tame. Uh...
1: Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What else could it have been? What uh, What the fuck moment? Um.
0: You're not gonna get it.
1: Was it one of the? Sp- it couldn't have been one of the spaceship scenes. We already talked about it.
0: <laughs> The nurse of the old folks' home.
1: With his biological such a, mother?
0: Such an overwritten character. Because he meets her is like, Yeah, did you tell her it's coming? Why? Well, I didn't tell her. Where are they going to go? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's taking upstairs. Yeah, you know, we check it. You know what they say? Uh, you know, she died. Well, there's one lady, she died. Look out the window. We didn't know for a couple of days. You know what they say? There's only one cure for old age. And she's saying this shit loud. <laughs> 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 it's like... <laughs> like, this is the worst nurse ever
2: <laughs> it's
0: fucking awesome I was like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> and, it was, and then like at the end she's like what are you doing nurse like, what the fuck do you care <laughs> really uh, <laughs> it was I, the only part I, where I was like hey Larry dial it back a bit seriously
1: uh, I didn't feel that way <laughs>
0: Aphrodite Jesus with the with the chest vagina. I'm cool with that. The nurse lady. Come on, come on. You're stretching it.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I have nothing else to add, other than the fact that I did like it.
0: And um, uh, someone just sent us uh, the Richard Lynch um, LSD trip thing.
1: Ooh. Must, yeah, it must, uh, be on, must be on
0: YouTube. Gino's a, yeah, Gino's. Yeah, he just sent us a clip from YouTube. So, thank you, Gino. Thank you going I definitely check you that made out Joey's night. I did, I'm going to watch that after the show
1: there's another LSD uh, one that from the 60's where there's some chick walking around and um, she's talking about having a, a bad trip and then she goes to eat a hot dog and she goes, I go to eat the hot dog and then I bite <laughs> into the hot dog and then it starts screaming and then they actually have audio of this hot dog screaming <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking bad it's great it's fucking great.
0: <laughs> oh. uh, I mean
1: I just love I just love those like, you know, drug awareness videos from the sixties, seventies and even the ones from the eighties, which got a little bit more violent.
0: Fuck that nineties. Even the nineties one's are ridiculous. That is true. You know Truth do you know truth dot still making commercials? Oh really? Yeah, those assholes. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm anti-smoking, and I hate those fucking arrogant cocksuckers. <laughs> Seriously. But anyway, God told me to. I, th- I think that wraps it up for the show. Um, yep. Basically, if you're into a little uh, um, uh, theological philosophy that involves chest vaginas, check it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Now, the, the ratings in IMDb are currently at 6.3. Yes. How high are you
1: willing to go? I think eight is too high. Oh that, no! That, oh that, no! That, that would, that would, I wasn't that, even
0: thinking. Eight.
1: Okay, good. Because you, I was going to I was going to talk you out of it. Because when you said, "How high are you willing to go?"
0: You're like the old lady on The Price Is Right. Five <laughs> hundred. Miss, miss. It, it's 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 chicken noodle soup. Come on. Yeah. Uh you
1: know, Go back. Uh, I'd be willing to go seven on this.
0: <sighs> I want to go seven, but seven. I, I don't know. I I think because of production value and. And stuff. I, I I really don't know if it can go higher than a six.
1: I'm okay with six, but I could uh, I, I I would go high as high as a seven. I wouldn't fight you on it.
0: You tempt me with the seven, but I feel like with seven there's got to be a little more to it. Okay. I mean, you know what it is. I, I would start with seven, and then I have to knock off a star for the uh, space 1999. Oh, for adding that? For that sure. I, okay. Yeah, even that, though I, I like liked alien it, footage knocks it down to a six. Even though I liked it, okay. Let's go Chess six. vagina almost knocks it to a seven, but not quite enough.
1: Let's 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 make it a six then. I'm good with six. Six it is. Yep.
0: Um. The highest average rating is actually seven, which is interesting. Highest demographic is females age 18 to 29. That's weird. At six po- I don't see this as a women's film. I don't get it. I, no. I guess because the guy loses at the end. Unless uh, you so know
1: they, you know, unless it's used in, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood. Uh, scenarios.
0: Well, with Jesus having a chest vagina, I guess that's why it comes up to 6.7. <laughs> um, lowest rating, demographic-wise, is uh, now, I can't count the uh, the lowest under age under 18 because it's only one female and one male. Again, no, no, it's just one male under 18 watched this film and gave it a 6. So I, I have to ignore that. Any the IMDB dem-
1: staff on this one?
0: Uh, I'm, I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, but no. <laughs> no, no, there's one. There is one IMDb staff they gave it a 7. Okay. So they beat us. Uh females age uh 30 to 44 give this the lowest to 6.1. So, uh women our age, don't get it.
1: Well, I I think it might be the, you know, the the rib vagina.
0: But women under the age of 29, they dig the chest vagina 6.7.
1: Yeah, cuz they've seen crazier
0: yeah. Probably. Okay. Probably. Uh, yeah. And one IMDb staffer gave it seven. We need to find this person because they need to be our connection. <laughs> Just <laughs>
1: or a guest on the show.
0: Or or a guest. Yes. And we have to contact uh, uh the one we we had someone message us from our other shows that's uh related to somebody that we reviewed in one of the films and we're looking to schedule an interview with him.
1: That's right. He wants to talk to us. He um he's yeah. the son of.
0: I don't tell what I don't. That's a surprise. Surprise, fine. But well, let's put it this way: we reviewed a film that his father was in. He contacted us, and he wasn't angry.
1: Right? He said he would be more than happy to and, to talk on the show. And,
0: and I know we described him in an unflattering light when we reviewed the film, so that's nice. At least he knew we weren't being mean.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's cool, and that may hopefully we haven't contacted him back because i was waiting for our, Joey to fix our audio problems. But uh, well,
1: there, there, are no, there, there. Are, there are no problems. They're fixed. Well, not now. So you have a challenge for me. Yes, I do. Okay. Now, before you give me any hints or anything like that, I have a couple of a couple of ideas of what you might challenge me to.
0: All right. Okay. I'm not, not gonna say whether or not you're correct when you say it. Okay. Right, but go ahead.
1: Uh, one would be a straight up. A connection of the director Larry Cohen and a challenge of the stuff because we haven't formally reviewed it. Okay, that's
0: a good, one. that's a good one. Um,
1: the other is an actor connection of Richard Lynch.
0: <laughs> the, There's so much to go from there.
1: in the Lords of Salem, the Rob Zombie oh. film that you keep telling me to watch because it's okay. so bad. So, wow. <sighs> are either of those correct?
0: No. Damn. Okay. The Lords of Salem was a good one. Now, here's the thing. Those are two ones that you kind of want me to challenge you to, correct?
1: Uh, Well, I, I have to... Well, I mean, I've seen the stuff, obviously. But yes, I would right. love to review that. But I haven't seen Lords of Salem, and I need an excuse to watch it. Well, I have it, and I just
0: haven't gone out of my way. Okay, now, originally I was like, all right. God told me to. Let's take the religious route. Okay. Let's go to... Uh, a Christian film, and let's do Black Roses. Oh, okay. Which we we've, we've never done, and you've seen that in the past, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a it's a Christian it's a Christian propaganda uh, horror film from the eighties, which is kind of rare, really.
1: Yeah, it, it's
0: uh, it's, true. It, it's anti like heavy metal music. <laughs> um, and I and that was when I texted you said I've got your challenge. That was it. And then I realized, and and then I'm I'm like going back over to film, and I got to the part where the the uh, the the, uh, the pimp daddy kills the police guy, and then he writes God in blood on the wall. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit. I've got to challenge him to God's Not Dead. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. all I could think of was, like, God, and, like, just, like, Not Dead under the rest of that bloody thing. <laughs> oh. That's right. I'm dragging you back into modern-day Christian propaganda with God's Not Dead. I hate you. <laughs> I challenge you to the sequel, but it's not out on video yet. No. So it has to be the first one. Yay. <laughs> you bastard.
1: <sighs> I thought we were friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, how many uh, Paranormal Activities have you watched?
1: Uh, one and a half.
0: How many Twilights have you watched? Uh, half of one. You're, you're getting off very fucking easy with okay. one God's Not Dead. Because I've seen all those motherfuckers. Yeah. That's... Except, for the la- except for the final Twilight See, uh, two-parter. I, never, I haven't gotten to that yet.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it was interesting um, to go slightly off topic. I was going through my film collection today and it came across all three of the Hobbit films um, that they took one 300 page book and made in the three movies and I'm looking at the last film and it's like it's two hours and 20 minutes which is short com- you know, compared to even the Lord of the Rings films and even compared to the first two parts of the Hobbit and the reason it's so short is because they literally had to add a third movie at the last minute and Peter Jackson sold that as, yeah, we want to tell this story right. And what it really came out as, we want to make another billion. And that's something we've talked about on the show before. And I haven't actually watched any of the films past the first Hobbit movie, which I actually did like. Um, But it still annoys me that they cut that into three movies. And then I'm looking through my other part of the collection, and I see that uh, The Hunger Games, the last film, Mockingjay, was cut into two movies and then and then I started to think it's like you know they say they do this for the viewers so that they give them a complete a better it's no it's it's no. only it's only done to make more money and whether the film is good or not plays no part in their original motive of just making money
0: otherwise why would every single one of these fucking young adult series have a two part final movie they, they every all, single one of them they
1: all do now
0: all of them. Every now, single the, one. Now, the
1: D- Divergent series, which it seems they bang out one of those once a year, which doesn't make, oh. make doesn't make anywhere near what The Hunger Games does, um, they're still cranking those out. And I can guarantee you the final book in that series gets a two-parter, even though it's not making money like did The you, Hunger Games does.
0: Did I tell you that I watched most of the first film accidentally in a hotel in uh, in um, Fargo? No. No. Oh, I, I was like, all right. There's nothing else on. I'm doing other stuff. I'll put this on in the background. And did you watch oh that? Fucking... Did you watch that off of My Plex? Because
1: somebody asked me to get the divergent. No, no, it was, on, it was
0: on cable on, in Fargo. Oh
1: dear God.
0: It was a hotel. I, so I was like, oh, I'll just put this on and and. It's bad. To, I mean, to, it's like all right. Society, future society after the apocalypse. They tried to fix everything, so they made society into the five groups. You have to choose one of a certain age. You're only allowed to be in that group, and there's only five groups. And then they say oh and then there's the group that people that didn't fit anywhere says well that's a sixth group why don't you call it the sixth fucking group and why would you make it why would you make us how do you make a system is supposed to prevent like wars and stuff by isolating everybody in separate groups and then also outcasting people in the no groups Who, what the fuck <laughs> it's like it's no this is this isn't somebody's idea of how to protect us from war this is somebody's idea of how to just to fuck things from the beginning it's dumbest fucking sci-fi setup I've heard since Omega Man. That's insane. I was. I'm watching. Yeah. It's like, it's, like, it's just insane. And of course, and of course, everything's run. Apparently, everything's run by teenagers.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I don't get. There's 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 adults, but they are powerless. And then when you get to like the training of the warriors, it's all people in their twenties.
1: Yeah, and then apparently uh, they zip line across. Uh... You know, like buildings, and almost die right. at the end.
0: Right, because because they can't rebuild uh, these giant buildings, but they can put up elaborate zip lines, right? And create and ha- technology you to... that you can watch. They can create technology that you can watch people's dreams, but they can't fix a skyscraper. <laughs> so apparently, you guys are fucking doing the wrong thing. Yeah. What?
1: It's like uh, just make sure you pull that cord at the end, or else you're going to just go into another building and die. It's like Wait, if, we can't. If I had kids, they can't figure I, out how to stop a zip line, you know, it, without having to pull a cord.
0: You know what? When, when I was growing up, yeah, and, and I hate to pull this kind of old person thing. But when I was growing up, young adult novels that I read were about like nuclear war, yeah, like dealing with school, sure. like like real stuff. Bless they got the Beast these and the fucking, children.
1: <laughs> that was a young adult she, novel.
0: Yeah, and and but Judy Bloom was young adult. I mean, it's fucking, but. Like, if I had a kid right now that was a teenager, I would try my hardest to keep them away from these young adult novels because there's fucking... They're stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. Harry Potter's the closest thing to smart, and that's because it's fantasy. Fantasy always looks smart, even though it's stupid, because it's fantasy. Right. Everything's so melodramatic, you have to take it seriously. But, like, like Twilight, it's all about, like, uh, which abusive boyfriend do I want to hook up with? And then Divergent is, like, okay uh society sucks and now i'm going to i don't know i don't i can't even describe divergence this doesn't make any fucking sense uh. and then and then what's the other one uh uh oh hunger games yeah uh life's a tv show and then there's poor areas and they they starve them but they're, they're they get all their food and stuff so that doesn't make any sense nope. and uh never mind it's all televised yeah. Wait, they can build holograms but they can't feed people in the in the countries that are giving them food. That you makes perfect fucking I'll just, sense. I'll right? just
1: I'll just watch Running Man for the ninetieth time. Huh?
0: Running Man makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. Compared to this shit.
1: Death Row Game Show. I'll just watch that movie again. Which people keep uh requesting us to put the full film on YouTube. Because apparently apparently people just go to YouTube to watch free movies and then they bitch at us. They bitch at us for uh we just had one the other day which I haven't gone on to report them um to YouTube yet but I will where they called us assholes and they told us to shut the fuck up. No. No. Fuck no, you. we're going to review this motherfucker and if you want free stuff, go to your local library. It's why it's yeah. there.
0: There you go. Dick <laughs> or 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 downloaded off the fucking um uh what's it called torrents uh, torrents and, and and get the cyberlock virus that locks you out and makes and, and, and makes you fucking pay to get your stuff back. Oh, the crypto virus. Crypto virus. You know how many calls we had today from yeah. um, business owners that had the crypto virus? Like five.
1: You know, let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, we we've been hit with the crypto virus in our system probably once a week, easily once or twice a week. And the thing is, the only thing that saves us is we have a piece of software called Deep Freeze. And when that software is on there, uh, when you get the crypto virus, all you do is reboot the computer and then it's a clean slate. Tell me,
0: what are these people downloading that has the crypto virus
1: Here's the thing, I don't know because I'm trying to figure it out. These are librarians that are going to like Baker and Taylor... They're going to Jersey Cat websites. They're going to uh, Midwest Tape to get all their materials and 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 um, you know media and stuff. And I'm like, where the fuck are they going? Someone has to be going somewhere they're not supposed to be during work hours, and right. they're downloading or clicking on something right. and getting a crypto virus.
0: My mother got one of those uh um uh what do you call blackmail viruses once. Oh God. I think I called you once you got it. It was like it was like. Uh, she's like, yeah, I think the government froze my computer. It's like, no, they didn't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? You know what she downloads?
1: She, uh, oh, she uh, like pop cap like games and stuff.
0: Yeah, games. She yeah. has All these shitty fucking games. Guarantee you, all these fuckers that are getting these viruses are downloading these shitty fucking games.
1: I wouldn't doubt it.
0: That's Would kinda, not doubt that's it, and the thing only think, and, and
1: the thing is, we haven't come across a machine because you can turn this uh, deep freeze software. You can turn it off. Um, we haven't come across a machine where it's been off, where the whole computer has been infected, where I can actually inspect and find out how they got it. It's The software has been on, so we have one simple partition that isn't affected by this software, the deep free software. That f- partition gets the crypto virus. So, what we basically do is we just simply format it and then we just they can start saving files to it again. But you, there's, it's just a partition. I can't look at registry settings. I can't look at uh, the ad remove or programs and features area to see what installed that caused it. All of that is wiped clean on a shutdown or a reboot. I have no idea what's causing it yet. And this has been happening for about a year. And we're getting one or two of these a week.
0: We have now entered the tech support t- section of MovieSuckTastic. You started it. I know. I I take full responsibility for that discussion. <laughs> but like somebody said, porn. It's like no, they're not downloading porn at a fucking uh, in the shops that we deal with. Someone downloaded a stupid fucking like mystery yeah, room no, game. Not, and, not in the middle of the they,
1: day. They they're either downloading. A, oh, that's how we got on the topic of it. You told them, told them to go download torrents.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Download a... <laughs> torrents of your fucking movies, asshole, and then get stuck, stuck with the crypto virus. Although
1: I think we could get away with uploading um, Death Row Game Show because technically nobody has the rights to that, right? Even the people that made the film, didn't they say that they'll give you a DVD copy of it if you buy one of their other films? The the director of uh, yeah Death Row Game yeah, Show, yeah, yeah, so, I something that,
0: like that. Because they have some
1: other films you can buy, and they said if you put in the description or in the subject line of your email, you want Death Row Game Show, they'll just burn you a copy.
0: Right, because they can't legally sell it, but like, yeah, we'll give it to you, because it's ours. Which, you
1: know what, it's it's probably going to be better quality than the one that I have anyway, so...
0: Oh, yeah, sure, because that's like a VHS rep.
1: Yeah. Hmm, very nice. Anyway, um... But, yeah, you know, you get, we got all these fuckers that, that tell us to shut up. And it's like, you know, you've obviously come across our video in looking for free films, but nowhere does it say mm-hmm. that it's the full movie. It, well, it, 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 and, and the runtimes are different, too. It's like an hour dude, and 27 minutes. That's a two and I, a half hour I mean, movie.
0: You can't read the comments on YouTube because they're all. Anybody commenting on YouTube is like a 12 year old. and They're like, it, it, it's. It, it, it's you can you can't do it you can't you can't don't don't take it seriously just Man. ignore it uh all
1: right so are, are we going to review um god is not dead next week and then move on to the
0: user the viewer I, uh films i i would like to and here's why one because i want to make you watch god's not dead Ugh. and two uh i we did find out at one point during the week that the polls weren't showing properly Uh, If you access them a certain way, and so it's possible some people were trying to access it and weren't getting the full list of things that were available, uh, especially the ones you could add yourself. So we want to make sure that everybody gets a lot of time. And I'll go as far as to say is that you can also during during we're gonna do like for four weeks straight, and you can also request stuff while we're still doing stuff, and we'll like bump something if something better comes up. Yeah, I don't mind. So um, like
1: so far we have films. uh, uh, We have. I think someone tried to submit "Caveman" to the poll and it didn't work, but we've already reviewed it, so that one right. doesn't actually uh, will make it to the list. But so far, we've been asked to review "Night of the Comet," which is a great choice. Um, a movie Better called "Worn Off." Uh, Thanks, killing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: which it's only like seventy minutes, but you know what? We're taking requests, so that doesn't doesn't factor uh, in. Uh, Bonfire the Vanities from Dale Rontree or
0: which is weird because he he wanted to do a De Palma film, and I'm thinking, yeah, Raising Kane or Snake is like, nah, Bonfire is like, okay, that's a bad movie too, but yeah. you know, Raising Cain. or Kane. Uh, Mission to Mars.
1: <laughs> Those are his two submissions.
0: Mission to Mars. Mission Mission to Mars is also a, a fair. It, yeah. It's it's no Ghost to Mars, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gino, uh, he wants us to do BC Rock, obviously. Someone uh-huh. someone requested Garbage Pale Kids. Um cuz we're not getting names with some of these. Uh and all the, and I have it on our website you can submit a movie right from the home page.
0: Did someone suggest Fifth Element?
1: Somebody did suggest Fifth Element.
0: Just double checking. God
1: damn it. <laughs> um That's an
0: easy one though. That might, might that might not make the final cut. Yeah. I think that's it.
1: I, there might be one or two more. Um,
0: That's why I want to give it another week, just to make sure yeah. everybody has a chance to get stuff up.
1: So we've got at least five or, mm-hmm. or six movies that we can yes. review. We, we only need five or six. And, so if we get if more, you, we can we can cherry pick. And
0: And if you, it, it's a free poll that we access through Facebook. So if any reason you're having trouble with it, just post on, on our Facebook page what you want us to review. We'll take it that way. We probably Don't should just make,
1: a, make another post yeah. and uh, just do it that way.
0: Now I, I think we do have a a, uh, a voicemail to play before we go.
1: Yes, we do. Let me uh, let me let me cue that up. Hold on.
0: I have not heard this yet.
1: Um, I haven't heard a lot of it either. I just rec- I just recorded it.
0: I'm here.
1: Are you I'm ready here. for this?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. Whenever
2: you're ready. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Gino Cuddy calling into the show. Um, I, know. I know that I promised uh, that I would uh, give other people a chance, but, you know, there's something that I needed to uh, get off my chest here. Okay. Uh-oh. Now, there's something that, you know, <laughs> may cross over into strangers in a strange land territory, but it has to do with the Ghostbusters trailer. Uh, the one with uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, the woman who has she's no talent. Al- at an an least al- my al- eyes. Um, anyway, woman that has no I was just talent. watching a YouTube video by the, by YouTube user, The Amazing Atheist. And, uh, you know, everybody is going on all these different websites, attacking uh, Cinemassacres' James Rolfe, a.k.a. the Angry Video Game Nerd, for, for releasing a video saying that he won't review the new Ghostbusters movie. And all these social media websites got, it got way out of hand. People claiming he's sexist, a misogynist. And <laughs> calling him a whiny man, baby.
0: It's a soft G, look, <laughs> the soft cheek, Gina. Look,
2: this is what it is. Everybody nowadays is getting way too upset and way too offended by goddamn everything. People need to look at things and judge them on the merits of what they are. Instead of saying, oh, the reason why this guy hates it is because a woman is in it. No, the reason why he, he hates it is because it fucking sucks. My God. You know, uh, you know. This, again, this may cross over into strangers in a strange land territory, but, you know, it's hard being a man in this day and age and being able to it's judge something fair. that has an all-female <laughs> cast, because everybody will get up in arms and say that you're sexist. No, you're not, we're not sexist. sexist. It's because the piece of shit fucking sucks, and nobody wants to go see it, because it sucks, and it'll ruin everything that Ghostbusters stood for. You know, I, I hope that this voicemail starts up at least a conversation. And, and, and I want to get your guys' thoughts. You probably have already stated your thoughts on the Ghostbusters trailer, but I want to get your thoughts on that backlash because of the of people saying that people who hate the trailer are sexist. You know, Scott in the past has told people to not judge things, you know, just based on, you know, on historical facts and everything else you know people you know like like the Lone Ranger thing he, he, he told people to to not you know judge it based on what other people have said you know because Scott enjoyed that film you know
0: which film yeah.
1: that was a Lone Ranger then uh, okay that's not the whole voicemail I he ends up calling again and recording like something that lasts six minutes and we get the gist so I'm not, yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to play that one. Um, <sighs> he does go on a little bit longer. But <clears throat> Sorry. We, 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 we got the gist of it. Um, yeah. and, and we did talk about Ghostbusters already. And we talked about the trailer as a whole. And we did talk about why we think it's probably not going to be a good film. And it had nothing to do with an all-female cast. It had nothing to do with them... You know, destroying the original film in any way. We just don't feel that this is going to hold up as well as the original film. And that's it. Um, so, Scott and I, we have talked about it. This whole backlash of you can't say anything about the Ghostbusters film because it has an all female cast, I don't know if that's a really big thing. It's happening, but I think the media. It, well, is making it bigger than it actually is. It, this if movie I, is going to make a shitload of fucking money.
0: If it's going to be
1: bad. It's going to make a shitload of money. Now, with that said, Gino kept saying that it sucks, it sucks, it sucks. We don't know that yet.
0: We yeah, don't, we, do. it, well, <laughs> we, we don't.
1: Well, hold on. We don't know that yet. I truly believe it is going to suck, and obviously so does Scott. Mm. But we don't know that yet. So, to really hammer that home
0: it's, Pretty a little, sure. it's a
1: little premature. We're really sure it's going to suck. I'm really sure. But <laughs> um, now, uh, they, they just I, had a, another trailer. Um, I think we talked about it last week. Which is the worst one yet. It's the worst one yet. It's the one yeah. where they, they show more about Chris Hemsworth's character it, it, and being possessed. More... It's the worst trailer
0: yet. You know it's bad when the more they show us in the film, the more we don't like it. Yeah, bad sign, really bad sign. It's almost like he said, "Oh no, 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 no! Here, you here, no, no, you, you're, you here, here's more. Here's it's like, no, no, now, now, no, no, I really don't want to see it." Did
1: you watch the uh, George C. Scott? What
0: uh... finally watched it today? It was fucking beautiful. <laughs> I mean, the, the editing and the mixing—it was perfect. It was Whoever really did that good. is fucking is a great editor. Fucking beautiful. seamless seamless
1: yeah it really was that
0: was that was expert quality you
1: got george c scott with his hand on his head in just the right spots you know it's just like i don't know if it's a a lady thing or if it's a race thing and you just see george it just goes over to george c scott and he's like oh god (laughs) because you know what it's just not a funny scene when she's got the demon on her shoulders and she's leaving she's walking through the crowd and, and two people take a selfie not funny. Mm-hmm. Not funny at all.
0: Well, the, I mean, it I,
1: feels I, like a Saturday Night Li- an extended Saturday Night Live skit.
0: I, I I agree with Gino to a point, whereas he is correct that there's a and it's mostly the internet. We all live through the internet now, and those voices are ring loud loudest. So yeah, not everybody is saying if you don't like the film, you're a misogynist. But <laughs> a, there's a lot of people out there saying that. <laughs> It's
1: a soft cheese, Scott.
0: And it's a soft cheese. And, and I know that, like, I know at one point I ended up tweeting something along the lines that because this is when people were the black community was complaining that oh how come the black character has to be street smart? I was like, well, because you know, urban. And at that point, I, I was like, I, I tweeted something along the lines of if I'm if I'm okay with the new film, I'm a racist, and if I'm not okay with it, I'm, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> and it's it's like right in the middle it, it's one of those things where there's something to offend everybody he's right about that now that's coming from kind of a right wing perspective where say like, oh the feminists are upset about the film and so if I don't like the film then I'm like anti-feminist uh, or the black the black people are upset about the black character in the film so if I'm not upset about that then I'm racist but the same shit happens for a lot of these films to the other way don't forget when uh, the first uh Hunger Games came out, right. and a lot of people were angry because, oh, why'd they have to make that one character black? And then people were like, well, if you read the books, she's black in the book. What are you talking about? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and then when Star Wars came out, fucking forget it. Black Stormtrooper? What the fuck's that about? Says, yeah. You that, give a... ah, that, well, that, how is that, that not was a possibility?
1: uber racist.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. What, what? The white guy in the, the guy in the white suit's black? What the fuck's up with that?
1: Oh yeah, uh, and he's and you know he's in you know he's he's uh, attracted and falling in love with the lead character and she's white. It's like yeah, they had a whole problem with that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh God forbid. What? You never so, watched
1: any black on blonde porn stuff? Come on.
0: That's porn. We're talking about. It's not Star my forte,
1: Wars. but you know, every once in a while I'll come across. It's pronounced
0: it. fort. Um, fort.
1: It's not my fort. But
0: it happens on. Both sides. Basically, you're gonna in, in in our day and age of <laughs> triggers and identification and all this bullshit. I, by the way, I posted something today. I'm going to post on our our Facebook page. Uh-huh. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but he, he did something about gender, and it was called "You're You're Not Special Because Your Gender." The only reason I want to post on our Facebook page because he starts off because he was talking. He gets in this whole 15-minute thing about gender identity and how people are getting making too big of a deal out of everything and how they're trying to make that special for them. Because of um, some argument he got into over the idea that they're going to cast this transgender female as Frankenfurter. And his only thing was, yeah, but he's a transvestite. He's not a transex- He's not a uh, transgender. So you're changing the character. And what I like about it is at the beginning he's like, yeah, it doesn't work. And at the end of the thing, he actually comes up for a reason why it does work. And he's like, yeah, I'm not upset about that at all. What I'm upset about is everybody getting crazy about it. <laughs> and, I, and, and that sums it up I, and I was of the same mind, I was like, yeah, why would you make him a trans uh, a transgender when he's actually a male transect, transvestite, that's the whole point you can't have a, transvite, trans, a transvestite transgender because really it's it's like, why would you become a woman to wear, women's clo- wear men's clothing I, I don't know, which you can if you want to, fine, whatever the fuck but he sums up the whole thing beautifully and he comes out the other end saying yeah, there's even a rationale for that Everybody, calm the fuck down. You're you. What you want to define things at? what it comes down to is, what? It, what? You're laughing at me. No,
1: it's just you're all over the place.
0: I know, but but no, I,
1: saying, I I am getting everything that you're saying, but you, you every, you're all over the
0: place. You, you're going to have people that have that that have decided on rigid definitions for what they feel is acceptable. Right. And almost anything outside of that realm they're going to bitch about. Whether it's an all-female cast uh, being rejected despite the fact that the movie's going to suck, it is. Or if it's the fact that the black character in that has street smarts while the other three are like uh, college graduates, hey, in this economy, guess what? It's it's a reality. So deal with it. Uh, Whether or not it's good or bad, great, whatever. And I'm sure they didn't do that to be realistic, too. They probably did that because the woman they hired isn't going to pass as a fucking PhD in physics. I, I'll bet you she'll agree with me. Ask I'm, the actress. Probably. I, I, I would guarantee if you said, like yeah, I've got you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, you're going to get that no matter what. And he's right. I did say to people that were saying, oh, great, another white person cast as an American Indian. It's like, yeah, you know what? It's kind of fucked up. We killed a lot of them. We stole their land. And now we're not even casting them in the major roles. And that's true. But in context of the whole film he's not a very positive representation of American Indians he sold his whole tribe out for a pocket watch hello and the actual American Indians they have in the film are smart, intelligent, prideful and they shit on him that kind of makes up for it (laughs) and it's Johnny Depp fuck you, Johnny Depp can play blackface I don't give a shit it's Johnny fucking Depp so draw a line wherever you want but if that if that line has to do with social, economical, uh, religious, whatever, and again, you're talking to an atheist who likes films about religion, I can tread, I can, I can cross the fucking lines. If you're gonna judge a film based on that shit alone, then you're not interested in the film, and your opinion doesn't fucking matter. There you go, perfectly that, that, put. So, hopefully, that both uh, agrees and disagrees with Gino, which is all I try to do with anybody is confuse <laughs> them. Just. Confuse them. I'm, There's another I'm, example I'm I had too uh, recently where, where there was like a, a really. character. What?
1: No, I said I'm confused and I said not really.
0: <laughs> well, good.
1: Yeah. Well, Basically,
0: yeah. God told me to. That's why yes, I did
1: it. He told you to challenge me to God's not dead, you jerk.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> All right, I think it's time to end the motherfucking show.
0: Yes, yes. God told us to.
1: God do told it. us too. Here, let me, let me, let me get the Oh, volume real quick, real there.
0: quick, real quick. Yeah, I'm only going to mention this because we reviewed American Sniper. Yeah, and when during it, I was like, you know, I just don't like that guy, Chris Kyle. I just don't care for him. Yeah, I was like, well, new, new new evidence came out that he's actually a bigger liar than he was even before the film. He died, okay. like before everybody realized. Like, like they just came out records that like he even lied about how many medals he had and, and how many people he killed and shit. Was like, just a big, big fucking death, death hungry braggart asshole. Oh, so, I thought that really? was funny. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. It's related uh, to a film, that's why I brought it up.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, as always, thank you for joining us. This is episode 210 of Movie Suggestastic, like where we reviewed. God told me to. Make sure you you go to our website at www.moviesucktastic.com where I've actually just updated the uh, video or audio player. It's got everything now. I was like 15 episodes behind. iTunes was up to date, but that wasn't. Um, All of the shows can be downloaded right from our website. You can, as I just said, listen to all the shows right there. Or... You can watch us live every Thursday at 8 o'clock, which is how we recommend tuning in for us. Um, you can go to iTunes, and you can download the show there. Make sure you leave us a review if you go there. We always appreciate those. You can email us. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. We post everything there, from the poll, the viewer, uh, and uh, the listener appreciation that we're going to do, post uh, your your movies you want to tell us to review there, trailers, everything. It goes pretty much there. Um, You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesactastic.tumblr.com, and you can download the free Android app, where everything I just talked about is in it. It's totally free, and we highly recommend it. There's a mobile version of the site for the iPhone users. Uh, there's an, a video player or audio player, I should say, that's coming soon for that, but it's coming. Um, and that's pretty much it. You want to do a Google search or a... Google it! Yep, Google search for Movie Sucktastic. It's, I, I like doing that sometimes myself to see where we come up. We got a lot of Chinese websites with our Exotica coverage, ironically enough. <laughs> that one year we went... That we both got in trouble for. <laughs> yeah, still hear about that sometimes.
0: Well, you got in trouble because I took pictures of you.
1: Yeah, why? What the fuck did you do that for? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? God, I still hear about that sometimes.
0: Here's here's a picture Six of Joey interviewing ago. a half naked girl and smiling. <laughs>
1: well, I was smiling because I was, you know, she was telling me about her worst movie that because she's ever seen,
0: which was Snakes on a Plane, which was a great answer. Was you supposed to do spit in her face? Come on.
1: That. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, hold on.
1: Back I don't know. Up.
0: <laughs> Did, we I, both went I there. Saw the comment.
1: We both went there because yeah. we've oh. obviously seen way nope. too much porn. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk much. to you. Yes. I say that, but. Well, yeah, I'm getting kind of. <laughs> That's a whole different show. Anyway, we'll talk to you next. Oh, do you have any words of wisdom? The music has faded out. We're done.
0: Surprise, motherfucker!
1: All right, perfect. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.
0: That's right.